Hi guys, this is Erica Weston with Fox Sports Midwest, and you're listening to my favorite St. Louis Blues hockey podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. ready to hear some noise tonight you're just seconds away from let's go blues radio all over the hockey universe No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Nice onesie. Is it coming men's? Oh, I think you come in men enough for all of us. And anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 49 of Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey podcast, the often imitated, never duplicated. What's your line, Jeff? Uh, never, rarely impregnated. <laughs> that's, that's one of the many. <laughs> uh, we're broadcasting live on Wednesday, January 22nd, 2020. This is franchise episode number 235 all time. Your hosts tonight are yours truly, Kirk Price, Bill Day, and Jeff Ponder. And for your listening pleasure, for the next little while, we'll be talking Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues hockey. To interact with the show on social media, follow the show on Twitter at LGB Radio. My Twitter handle is at Kurt Price. Bill's is at Billy Blue Note. Jeff's is at JPonder94. We're also on Instagram and Facebook, and of course, our YouTube channel uh, where all the cool kids hang out. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to that so you get notifications when we go live each week. For those of you watching the live show right now on YouTube, you can comment in the live chat to my left, which will be your right. And our website is letsgoblues.com where you can also listen or watch past episodes, browse the fan discussion forum, as well as get some uh, cool St. Louis Blues uh, t-shirts, which uh, we actually launched a brand new shop uh, this week. So you can check that out with a new shirt as well. Uh, if you enjoy the show, great, yes. by the way, I love the, the thank, new shirts. Thank you, thank you. We can. I'll. I'll. Uh, I'll well, I won't show it. I can't show it on the show, but I will. We'll talk about it in a second. Um, if you enjoy the show, we ask if you wouldn't mind leaving a shiny, happy review on iTunes, uh, which some of you have been doing, which we appreciate. Thank you very much. Um, maybe buy a sticker or a shirt at letsgoblues.com. That'd be that'd be great as well. Um, gentlemen, thank you for. Everybody gathering in one place this evening on this, what, sleet, uh, icy night. Bill made the trek over. Yeah. Good job. Dangerous, treacherous <laughs> trek. What What are the yeah. roads like out there in Troy, Illinois? <clears throat> um, actually, it was all just rain when rain. I drove over. About yep. 10 minutes before I left, I threw a whole bunch of uh, salt down on the driveway. Um as uh, it's, we have a sloped driveway and uh, Julie was getting home late from work and wanted to make sure she didn't have any problems getting up the driveway. And then by the time I left, 10 minutes later, it had turned uh, all right. So so you're a good guy. Yeah. Wonderful. I, I had good intentions. And instead, I just threw away a whole bunch of salt. It's good what does it take to find a man like you? <laughs> it's good as a good guy, though. Good guy? Good guy. Yeah. Good, good, guy. Guy. good guy, though? Good guy. Yeah. yeah. A little long-winded for my taste. A good guy. A good guy. 
Man, I, I finally saw, I'd never seen the Anita Dick and Noah Dick episode. <laughs> oh, that's, my that's one, Lord. That is probably my favorite. That <laughs> might be the, one the of my first favorites. one. Have you seen the second? I have not. I, oh. I'm like a couple seasons behind where they are. Yeah, I'm oh. in season yeah, was it six, I guess, when you first meet them. Uh, five or six, Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Chastity and Charity uh, uh, Dick. Yeah, yep. that's Yep, and <laughs> Squirrely Dad's love interest, Lavina Dick. <laughs> yeah, Lavina Dick, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you know that uh, Anita Dick is uh, Sarah Wayne Callies, also known as Lori from The Walking Dead? I did not hmm. know that. Yes. Hmm. Uh, speaking of interesting last names, uh, I, I, I've talked before about how I went to school with people that had interesting last names, right? Uh, a few times. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I mentioned the uh, the Glasscocks on the show no, before, Jeff. You remember this? So no? that's pretty fantastic. Uh, well, I I mean, it was I went to a school a school with a with a girl whose last name was Glasscock, and I didn't even know until the past so many years when you know we're friends on Facebook, we, but because we went to high school together, that's that kind of a thing. Um, and uh, her mom's first name is Anita. No. Wow. No, no, you got to change your name. <laughs> oh, I, you don't. Man. You don't take that name when you marry. Into I just. It. I mean, it's fun. It's it's funny. I'm sure. I, I'm. I'm sure she owns it. I don't know. Oh my goodness! I, I saw it. I'm like, are you serious? Is that really a thing? Anita Glasscock. Kind of Excuse me. She looks like a very nice lady. You know, it's just kind of funny. Wow. <laughs> In case she's listening, you know, I think your name's great. We uh we do know who is listening. Mr. Brandon Toma says, "Hey guys, normally a podcaster, but I'm tuning in for the live tuning in live for the first time all the way from Augusta, Georgia." So, Welcome, hello Brandon. Augusta, Georgia. And uh Teal Town is uh what well, the kids say nowadays in the house. Actually, that's probably not kids nowadays. No. That's, that's like 20 years ago, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, in the that's, uh, that's when I was that's when I was a kid. That's in the hizzy is probably not old me. too. What would they say Not now? Me, uh, other kids. I didn't say. I didn't say that stuff. I wasn't cool enough for that. In the his house? Yeah, no, that's not even a. I mean, that's a. Yeah. That's like two thousand. You're, you're a little pale for that kind of phrase. A little bit. A little bit. A little bit. Mm. Uh, if uh, we'll see, uh, I, I've talked about. Oh, the Let's Go Blues dot com website got a fresh face lift this week. It was and long for overdue. The, we, for the awesome gentleman that left us that shining review on was it uh, apple podcast kurt i love that yeah. you integrated yeah. what he said in the banner yeah yeah what is it uh it was the uh the i've got to pull it up here antidote to corporate something yeah the number one antidote to corporate st louis blues coverage which i was like that, that was is, that was if we you can wear that if you are interested <laughs> in reading any of our reviews go to apple podcast reviews Check out what that guy wrote. That was one of the best reviews I've ever read. Yeah, it was it was honest. Not it just was, because I, it was about us. It was very well written. Yeah, and it was funny. I mean, not yeah. funny, but that 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 it was it was that phrase. I just love that phrase. It made me it made me chuckle. Like, that's that's perfect. Yep, that is what we strive to be. But yeah, it's uh, Kurt. You worked on that pretty hard. We had the site down for a little while, so uh, nice yeah. work on that, sir. Looks great. Thank you. The site was down because of uh, some upgrade. You know, I mean, anybody who's ever upgraded anything software-wise or hardware-wise, is you, you run the risk of having issues uh, and when there's back-end stuff. With, and there was some database stuff uh, with the CMS on our websites, and so we had to, you know, 
I'm a lot of the stuff might be going over people's heads, but it's it was just technical crap that went wrong when you upgrade. It happens often. I work and in, so I had to figure that out. I work in some of that stuff, and in one of my previous jobs, that's basically all I did was a little back end web management. And I remember my wife, she asked me, she goes, "Okay, so I I was talking to my coworkers. They asked me what you did, and I need to be able to go back to them tomorrow and tell them because I have no idea." And so I started telling her about coding and HTML and JavaScript and all the stuff that I do. And by the time I get done, I go, okay, does that make sense? She goes, no, you might have to write that down. And I'm like, just tell them I do like web management. The next time I talk to them, they're like, oh, we hear that uh, you're in charge of uh, all websites for your company. And I'm like, yeah, that's not at all what I do. <laughs> well, you did say web and management. Yeah, and, yeah I mean it's all yeah. it's all the same to most folks, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then uh, so I'm pretty happy with, with the way it turned out. It, we're mm. we're I mean tweaking I'm tweaking things as we as we go, but uh, mostly it's up there. So I'll be adding to it and whatnot. And and then the the t-shirt shop is up uh, the new place uh, since we had some issues with our our last vendor with a couple things. So. I decided not to deal with that anymore, and we uh, switched. So uh, this is a hopefully this is a better situation for us. So, um, and uh, we got a new shirt design out there. So it's uh, check it out. Letscoolblues.com slash shop. So and you, uh, you posted a very pretty picture there on Instagram mm-hmm. as well. If you want to follow us on Instagram, but uh, yeah. we're just LGB Radio, right? That's what we are on Instagram. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're all over the place. Yeah, we are. We're twenty first century kind of guys. Speaking of that, did you guys see that 21st Century Fox is dropping the Fox? Yeah, it was bought by Disney, and yeah. they're dropping the Fox. Yeah. yeah, that's so odd. So it, Totally yeah. out of nowhere with that, but it, it just it caught my eye. That's never going to feel right to me. No. I wonder what kind of logo they're going to have. The, the, the whole, do they still use the whole the drums and the trumpets? So. Do they still yeah. do that? And, yeah. and the whole like panning yeah. of the big uh, 20th century fox on and, like the big huge like statue thing. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, for for all of us Ba-da-da, Star Wars kids growing up with that, that that immediately precedes the intro mm. to Star Wars. I I will never be able to separate the two. That's true. Hmm. But I guess I guess it's good timing now that the Skywalker saga is over. Uh, Austin Lynch says, hey, what's up, fellas? What's up, Austin? Hopefully uh, you don't have any tests tomorrow, and you can join <laughs> us all night. <laughs> uh, Austin, I- I'll go ahead and mention this now. I I, uh, I got your message, and I wanted to let you know. I don't know if you saw it, but I uh, unfortunately had to change my tickets. Uh, I am no longer going on Saturday to the fanfare. I will be going on Friday, so I'm going to miss you. But, uh, yeah, uh, maybe we can still meet up. I'd, I'd love to shake your hand and give you one of our Let's Go Blues Radio <laughs> Blues Stanley Cup champion stickers. Uh, and, it, and that goes out to anyone who will be there on Friday at the fanfare as well. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I'll be uh, poking around uh, Saturday. I'm going to the 5K, so I'm going to have some stickers with me, same stickers, on uh, Saturday after the 5K. So uh let me know. And I Bill says there. to not approach him if you see him on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see if this uh, doesn't become a full-blown uh, cold or something that I've oh, been dealing with today. Yeah, nice. But, no, I, I will be there uh, Saturday as well. I'm not doing the 5K because, you know, it's winter and I can't find time to do any kind of exercising. I've gotten away from it too. So I'm but you look great, Bill. You look great. It's only three miles, so I figured mm. I'll just tough it out. Well, 
Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> uh, the official beers of episode 235. Bill. Well. Hey, official beverage. Official beverage. It is a beer. Okay. It is. I'm, I'm going with the Founders because, uh, yeah, my favorite brewery. Mm-hmm. I, I'm beery. Them, like beery. Favorite beery. Pimping them every every week or every other week at least. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they know how to do stouts right. And this one is just uh, their classic Imperial Stout, uh, which uh, they don't put out all the time. It's a limited release nowadays. Uh, picks them up last week and uh, great as ever. As I said in my, uh, my Twitter post, it's uh, perfectly heavy on a cold, wet night like this. Nice. First world problem. First world problem. Don't you hate it when you open up like a like a fun size candy thing? Like Bill gave me like one of these uh, Reese's mini and it's cup stuck things. Stuck to the wrapper? No, no, no. Oh. But it's like the chocolate's kind of crumbly. Oh and you, yeah. You you, you 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 try like hell just to open it and just to get it in your mouth without making a complete fucking mess all over the place. It's like yeah. I can't imagine so, anything I'm, worse in life than that. <laughs> I am dealing with that as we speak. Well, the the one thing worse in life than that is somebody posting a Apple podcast review about stop eating on the show. <laughs> oh yeah, you can eat on the show. Just don't eat in the microphone. Yeah, I think that's turn the microphone and, off. That's yeah. all you got to do. Right, and you know what? If you don't like it, fast forward. <laughs> that's, but that's, what that's if he option. watches live? That's true. Then what do you do? What do you do then? I don't know. You just got to put up with somebody in the microphone. <laughs> Jeff? Uh, my beer of the episode is uh, one I've actually never had before. Uh, chocolate-covered cherry milk stout from Four Hands Brewery. Mm. Um, I have had that. It's good. Yeah, it's great. I, uh, I, you know, I figured I'd like it because I like uh, every milk stout I've ever had from Four Hands. Uh, it's as described. I mean, it, it tastes like... I'm drinking a beer that includes a chocolate-covered cherry swirling in the middle of it. Uh, they also have the s- a they also have a mudslide one. I haven't had that one. And and a uh, bananas Foster one. Nice. Well, they did last year. I think they did this year too. Um, they had a, they have a few. They put it, a. They're, it literally they a good says job on the side here: milk stout brewed with chocolate and cherries. So mm-hmm. it and it tastes it. I mean, it's uh, it's a great beer. Yeah. It's right now for anyone who's interested. Uh, if your local schnook still has them, because I want to say this was a limited release. Um, um, they were on somewhat. sale I, I, when I bought them. You could you could buy it at you can buy that four hands too. Well, yes, of course you, you could you could yeah. Uh, mine is uh, I guess the first left hand uh, brewing company's a beer I've had on the show. I think I've had their nitro. Stout before, which I I'm not a nitro guy really, but I like theirs. Yeah, um, yeah the uh, the bottled nitro, mm-hmm. pour yeah. hard, right? Pour hard, right? Yeah, just love it. So, um, but I got their uh, tonight. I have their peanut butter milk stout, which uh, I had never seen before, and I saw it uh, at the Schnooks. So I picked up some, and I I knew I'd like it, and I do. It's good. It's real good. Uh, it's uh, rich milk chocolate notes teamed up with peanut buttery perfection for a deliciously dark. Duo, how can you not like that? It's pretty good. It's not. I, it's not. Uh, I was hoping. I mean, my my. It's not as good as the uh, peanut butter porter that I had. The sar. What's it called? Hold on. 
Sarah, 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 not going to work here anymore. Saga Tuck. Saga Tuck Brewing Company, the peanut butter porter that I have is like my favorite beer. So it's not quite as good as that. So they got some work to do, but it's really good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Uh, today in Blues History, courtesy of the at STL Blues History Twitter account, January 22nd, 1983. St. Louis Blues fans hold a rally to keep the team in St. Louis. Uh, 200 fans showed up in freezing temperature. Uh, speakers included Gus Kyle and Noel Bacard, along with Ernie Hayes. Um, 200 doesn't sound like a lot, but I guess with uh, freezing temperatures, it uh, kept some folks away. But that was in the era of uh, the Blues uh, being moved to Saskatoon. And you know what a, uh, What this led to? Directly, the Blues winning the Stanley Cup. So thank you to those 200 fans, Gus Kyle, Nope Guard, uh, and uh, Ernie Hayes. So thank you very much because uh, we won the Cup because of that. Back the in the I day, back in the day, uh, I, and there's a picture floating around that uh, Gus Kyle's phone number uh, back when they used to have letters and phone numbers, uh, and uh, was that uh, what's that? It was a I don't know how to describe it. It was a, they'd have like a, a a word and then a series of numbers to call someone. Yeah. Transylvania six five thousand is is yeah. an example. Okay, so there back was an advertisement when, on back when phones had cords. <laughs> back in, you had to wind up the phone um, <laughs> to make a call and then talk to the operator. Um, but uh, there was an uh, there's a picture of an ad on the side of a bus, and it says uh, four season tickets for the Blues. Call Gus Kyle, and it's got his phone number. <laughs> wow, <laughs> of the bus. That's kind of funny. Um, let's see. He doxed himself. He did. January twenty second, nineteen seventy. St. Louis Blues owners Sid Solomon Jr. and Sid Solomon III received the Executive of the Year award from the Hockey News, and it looks like it was presented there on the ice. And back in the days when the Hockey News was a much bigger thing than it is now. Back before the internet's, yeah, the internet's really killed the hockey news. That did. I used to love the hockey news. Oh, I hockey news subscribed oh, for great. I, I can't remember how many years I did and boxes of that. Yeah, I still I was, do. I was a hoarder even when I was in you know high school. Oh, you never threw them away. Yeah, no, you can't keep no. them away. Huh? And I used to. I was a subscriber, and I'm not sure what happened to them all. I think I got lost in the move when I moved out of my parents' house. Uh, real quick, we've uh, just want to mention since we were talking about beers of the episode already. Brandon Toma says. Enjoying the rest of my Founders KBS 19 that was recommended by Bill a few weeks back, and it's great. So there you go, there you go Bill. You're Never changing people's with, lives. <laughs> Never go wrong with KBS. It's hard to go wrong with Founders at all, but KBS for sure. Uh, January 22nd, 1973, the St. Louis Blues traded their all-time leading scorer, Frank San Marseille. Also led, uh, he also uh, held seven team records at the time of the trade. To the L.A. Kings, four defenseman Paul Curtis. Curtis played in only 29 games for the Blues, registering one goal and four assists and a plus two during the 72-73 season and played in five playoff games that year, not scoring a point and was a minus four during the first round versus the Chicago Blackhawks. In that uh, playoff round, the Hawks outscored the Blues 21-9 in the series. The Blues didn't win a game until the series was already at 3-0. And in those three games, the Blues were outscored 13 to three, so it was not a good playoff round for uh, for the Blues. Uh, the following season was Curtis's last in pro hockey in the WHA, uh, WHL. He played WHA. 
He played 76 games for the Michigan Stags slash Baltimore Blades. I guess they changed names midway through the season or something. Uh, in 73-74, putting up four goals and 15 assists and was a minus 63. Woo, that's Eric uh, Brewer numbers. <laughs> you have to try yeah. to be that bad. I, I, I don't know how. Yeah. Uh, Sam Marseille went on to play in 304 games over five years in L.A., scoring 168 points during the regular seasons and two points in 26 playoff games over four seasons there. This was before my time, but it seems safe to say that this trade sucked for the Blues. Yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? I will say, you know what this trade directly led to? The Blues winning the Stanley Cup in 2019. So it was the right move. I, I, I sense a trend with any move. Or anything bad happening to the team uh, in the past? No, and, and I'll say, uh, St. Marseille, I remember my, my dad used to tell me how much he loved St. Marseille. He was just this little uh, French-Canadian guy that um, was kind of a, a guy who never gave up on the puck. And I remember him telling me he... Did he, have, I, did he have gumption? He probably had gumption, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> Was he a little guy with gumption? <laughs> yep. And I remember my dad telling me that I asked him, I go, well, what happened to him? Did he retire with the Blues or what? And he said, I don't know. They traded him for some nobody. And now I know it's, about the nobody. <laughs> that's what it seems like. I mean, you look yep. at the stats. I mean, I don't know what, what was it a thing where oh his contract was up. They didn't want to pay him any more money, and they just and they just traded him at the. It looks like a deadline deal because uh, Curtis played twenty nine games for us. So it's like I'm like, wh- wh- why? Did they have would a trade deadline this? back then? I don't know. I mean, this huh. was that was made. I, I assume so. They had to have something. The picture but this that- was back in the era when. <clears throat> Was it Sam Pollock in Montreal could, you know, basically make trades happen anywhere in the league? Uh, it, Montreal really had a weird control over the entire league back then um, with uh, some of the trades they could pull off. Yeah. Um, but uh, the picture from the the newspaper clipping yeah. that uh, <laughs> STL Blues history provided. I mean, wow. <laughs> like it looks like a mugshot, doesn't it? Right, it does. It does. It, it really I does. Mean, it's uh, wow. Saint Marseille is super happy and smiling. <laughs> and Paul Curtis looks like he looks like a arrested. serial killer. He was arrested on a yeah. DWI charge. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. He kind of looks like um, uh, Carl the Greenskeeper from Caddyshack with a mustache. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> real, real quick, Saint Marseille. I do have one more story about him. So there was a Blues alumni game years and years ago. I think it was like. 2000 or 2001 it was actually between the blues and the bruins alumni and um saint marseille played in that game and i this was back in the day when we all had, when we would buy disposable cameras for games and stuff and then we would use those and say okay i got 27 pictures to to use today oh yeah terrible days God, but i, I had one days. i went and got one at the blue shop i went down we had tickets uh right at uh, uh right behind the blues goal first row and I had a, I had, I was holding it up and I didn't take any pictures, but I was holding it up to take a good one of them skating around before the game. And Saint Marseille skated by me and kind of looked at me, and I didn't take the picture. And then he turns around, and he like holds a stick up, like "What the hell? Why didn't you take the picture?" So then he started skating by me on purpose and like doing different stick handling moves, winding up for a slap shot, even though he didn't have the puck with him. And I got like four pictures of him. Just doing crazy stuff, and he would do it every intermission. He'd come, he'd come back out for the second period, even though the Bruins were on that side, and he'd skate down and give me a pose. And I'm like, okay, that guy is fucking cool. So, <laughs> I mean, I was a kid. I was 
what, 15, 16. I thought that was like the coolest thing in the world. Uh, Austin Lynch in the, uh, well, first off, Mr. Blue's hat is in the chat and says, hi. Uh, hello, Mr. Hello. Hat. Uh, Austin Lynch, uh, tried to say hi and goes, sup, Mr. Blue's hate. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian and slip he goes, uh, And he corrected himself with his hat. And I'm like, that's funny. <laughs> that's good. That's good. I'm surprised that is not a thing. <laughs> Mr. Honest. Blue's hate. <laughs> I love it. Uh, how oh, have we not man. like, okay, that's funny. Uh, thank you, Austin, for a little comic relief. Uh, All-Star Weekend is uh, upon us, pretty much. Uh, skills competition is Friday. Um, fanfare starts tomorrow. Um, and the All-Star Game is on Saturday. Uh, Brady Kachuk, uh, was this news today? I just heard yeah, it today. Yeah, it was today. Brady, yep. K- Brady Kachuk uh, replaced the injured Austin Matthews, who has a, what's it, a wrist injury, I think. Uh, so, yet another player playing in the All-Star Game with Blues ties. Uh, or St. Louis ties. Anyway, uh, four Blues players, Barube and uh, both Kachuk boys. Uh, so we're uh, we're just missing Clayton Keller. That yeah. would have been cool to get him in, too. Yeah. Tried. Yeah. I mean, I, I tried. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's it's great. You know, it, it makes for a great headline. But uh, I, who was uh, somebody posted out there um, today that uh, – Somebody else from Ottawa was the last man in pick, and somehow Brady Kachuk gets it. Well, obviously it's because it's a St. Louis thing, right? Yeah, I would imagine both yeah. both Kachuk brothers are going to play in it. And yeah, sure. Well, that top uh, line of, that they have is really the only line they have: Peugeot, uh, Kachuk, and Duclair. So you knew yeah, that. I think Duclair was the guy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. But no, it's uh. It. I was going to say, man, it'd be really awesome if uh, Central would have had Bishop. Um, the, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, and you could have worked it out to where there would have been a St. Louis on every team. That would have been pretty cool. If Keller would have made it, then you had Kachuk and, uh, wait a minute, maybe not. Oh, she's not a St. Louis we'll count but him. He's, he has, he's, we'll he call him a St. Louis. I mean, it's, I mean, a, a, a former, a former, I mean, he's not just a former blue. He's a fan favorite here. I mean, he was, it's yeah. a, he's a significant player. He's, so I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see the, the he's not like a Jamie Rivers kind of guy that was here and then went somewhere else, you know? Right. He was, he was one of those, the cornerstones of the rebuild. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, we got Matthew Kachuk, he was, though. He's on the, he's on the Pacific team. So there's only one team missing a St. Louis yeah. right? And that's the central. But we have four blues players in the central. Yep. So that's, that's awesome. Very cool. Yeah, and and it just and it just I mean just it just shows to Goya that uh, <laughs> uh, how well the St. Louis area has done in developing players. I mean it's it's impressive considering where we are in the country and how many rinks we have and you know we, we don't have like frozen ponds nine months out of the year. It's uh, turning in turn uh, cranking out these guys. I mean it's just it's impressive. I mean, Jeff's Brown, Jeff Brown's kid is playing. Where is he now? Logan Brown playing um, for Ottawa, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's it's a and Brown makes his home, or does he? He lives here, or does he? Mm, I no, he did. he's he's coaching the. No, no, no. I, yeah, go ahead. The sixty sevens. Okay. I thought, I thought yeah, he didn't. Brown so. live here for a while. Maybe he did. Not. Okay. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he coached the River yeah. Riders for a while too, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, and I remember uh, uh, last time I went to Jersey, um, who you know they got there's a pretty big hockey culture there, and somebody was talking in one of the uh, pro shops that I was in about how this team in St. Louis, Car Shield, was so great, 
And I'm like, huh, I'm from St. Louis. I didn't know people out outside of here talked about Car Shield. And they were like, yeah, they're one of the best teams in the country. So the the hockey culture that's growing around here is is pretty fascinating to watch before our eyes. Jimmy Anderson in the YouTube chat says, was Eric Brewer the worst captain in Blues history? Mr. Blues Hat says, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no explanation needed. I actually <laughs> He's disagree. Up there. He's up there. He's up there. Would you say Dallas Drake? I would say Dallas Drake. I was going to say that. In terms of captain, um, being a captain, I think it was Dallas Drake. Brewer's up there, though. He's he He's close. He's, yeah, I he mean, I, was Dallas Drake terrible? He was just... He, he was, was way bad. he should he probably didn't belong in the NHL after the lockout, and he came back as the captain of the Blues and was just awful, complained, bitched, wasn't hitting anymore. Oh, he was terrible. He to was watch. slow. Yeah. yeah, he. I mean, he. Yeah, uh, I think he got the C based on his early time here, which yeah. when he was more effective. Yeah, I mean, he was he was just yeah. it was the reputation of being the the grit sandpaper guy. Yeah. So and uh, that's I, I get it, but but yeah, I was I was it was he was he was captain, and then when he, I remember when he uh, was tr- traded, bought yeah. out, uh, and then yeah, he okay, was bought out, and then they and then they out of respect to him, they didn't name a captain the rest of the season, yeah, which I hated. I thought it was the next was year like, Come too. On, was it the next year too? I think it was the serious? next year too. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Maybe oh, I'm wrong. I, Correct me if I'm if wrong. If that's the case, I, if that, if that's I'm the telling case, you, I'm that's, pretty that's sure that's ridiculous. what it was. Yeah, that was, was baloney. No, he didn't have a fucking captain. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, it's not like it was Pronger or McInnes. You know, it, it was freaking <laughs> Dallas Drake. Uh, Chris S uh, says Sharks win the cup this year. Calling it now. <laughs> <laughs> Is that Chris S from uh, former uh, from uh, uh, Teal Town? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Believe so. I couldn't tell if that was his logo or not. His Pretty icon. sure that's him. His avatar. Okay. Hey, Chris. You got to start turning <laughs> around a lot sooner than uh, yeah. than yeah. a week from now, well, even. Yeah. I mean, uh, you just got to win ten straight, and then yeah. eleven straight, and then you're you're back in it. And uh, I asked nothing. I asked this uh, several episodes ago. Do the Sharks have a Bennington? And I, I, I asked the Tealtown guys that when I was on their show, and uh, they were like, yeah, no. But I, but then we said, this was the last show, um, we didn't think we had a Bennington. You know what I mean? Sure. So we didn't know he was going to be what he was. Yeah, they just so. need, to, need to call somebody up. They got this great young guy in the system called well. s- named Steve Shields with the Sharks, so <laughs> they need to just give him a call. Nabokov is available, I believe, somewhere. Yes, He's probably yes. playing in the KHL. Arthur's Urbe. I was Arturs just going to say, Arthur's Urbe. It was like two years ago he was still talking about coming back to the NHL. He was like 46. Like, Arthur's, I don't know, buddy. I don't know about 46. that. 46. He's not. He's no Chris Chelios. Come on. Uh, the Sharks, let's see. Speaking of the Sharks, they're uh, 46 points. They are 11 points out of the second wild card right now. So, Boy, the California played, three have been awful. They played two less games in Vegas, too. So, you know, I mean, they got that going for them. Um, but, and to be honest, uh, which I was going to talk about later, but hell, uh, when we okay, so when we played Colorado uh, our, before the break, um, we had a 10-point lead going into the game. Uh, if we'd won that game, it would have been a 12-point lead, obviously. But we lost it, so it was an eight. It's an eight-point lead, and then they 
played uh, Detroit and Last won. Night. Yeah, and they, they won, so they're now it's an eight. It's a six point lead. So had the it, it, it had the potential to be a twelve point lead for the Blues if we had beat them and they had lost to Detroit. But so the two scenarios were twelve point lead, best case, six point lead, worst case, and it was the worst case that happened. So really, what what San Jose needs is for that to happen. They're eleven points down. Is all of a sudden getting a scenario where they just uh, gain five points in two days, and then uh, that'll be that'll work out for them. Or no, gain I guess four points in two days. But if only they, they had a guy who could one, two, uh, three, four, five. They teams. just need a guy who can actually put pads on and and play in the crease. They don't have that right now. And they got to jump over five teams. So yeah, yeah. I mean, look at look at what the the Hawks have outpaced Nashville now. I mean, the Hawks have been on a nice There's, little tear. Yeah, yeah six and have. four last ten. They're playing. I mean, they're three points over Nashville right now. A game. They got uh, uh, four game, more games. A game play. in hand. A game. Oh well, uh, yeah, but they're a game in. That's true. Uh, also, a game in hand on Vegas too, which is a second wild card spot. So if they win their game in hand, they're one point out of the second wild card spot. Uh, assuming Winnipeg doesn't uh, win their two games in hand that they have, which they lost tonight. So I'm not sure if this is updated or not. I don't think it is. Let's refresh. Okay, so yeah, then now Winnipeg lost, so they have one game in hand on Vegas. You know what's crazy to look at is the it, listen. I mean, you you look at the Pacific and you see that number one Vancouver fifty eight points, and you say, God, they'd be tied for third, uh, you know, likely fourth in the in the Central. But then you look at it even closer, and you say, between number one and number five in the Pacific, yeah. It's a one point difference. Yeah, the you literally could you could have one game that you lose and every other team wins. You could go from first place to fifth place. Yeah, and out of the playoffs. It is crazy. Four teams tied for second with fifty seven points. Unbelievable. Uh, and granted, uh, Vegas has played three more games than the second place team, and Vegas is the fifth place. So there's there's games in hand to be dealt with. But in the end, right now, fifty seven points. Second through fifth, all tied, and and sixth, those San Jose's. I'm sorry, I was I was, I thought they had I read it wrong. Fifty six. We just talked about San Jose. I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> no, they're not one point out. They are eleven points out of second place. Yes. Yeah. Ouch. Sorry. Well, I tell you what, the California road trip is uh, the NHL's get well soon card. <laughs> You uh, you need some wins. Yeah. Just go to the California. Teams. That's true. They are the bottom three in the Pacific. Good lord! Yeah, so that changed quickly. Yeah, bottom three in the divi- uh, conference. Yeah, why? Yeah. Why couldn't the the Blues post All Star break be the California trip instead of the Western Canada swing? Yeah, Mm-mm. that would have been nice. Old Admiral's done it again. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's it's frustrating because you look at the Pacific and you say, you know, a lot of these teams. Not that good, you know, 58, 57 points. But you then you say, oh, well, they're all close. But then you see those three California teams, and you say, man, those top five teams should be whooping up on them constantly. But it doesn't seem that way. Yeah. I don't, maybe they're closer in, in skill level than – you know what, Edmonton and Calgary, this is uh, – and this is uh, – I, I was going to save this for our rapid-fire thing, but uh, right now if the season were to end today – they would play each other in the first round, which I'm like, oh, the battle for Alberta in the in the first round, and with with the whole the rivalry that. getting all fired up now with Kachuk and Cassian, oh, I love it. 
God, that that I'm would be beautiful, it. especially swapping the goalies in the off season. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's God. I, I love that Edmonton and Calgary. Uh, well, they've always hated each other, but I like I like the fact that this is fired up right now. Yeah, and oh, yeah. they're wearing basically the same sweaters they did at the peak <laughs> of the rivalry. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. I, I'm I'm liking it, and I, and I'm gonna watch the game on the 29th. I'm gonna try to, uh, when they play, because that's the, that's the game they play. They the first time they play since uh, the incident. Cassian, yeah, yeah. Cassian got suspended too. Yep, and that's the first. That's his first, first game, game back. back. And this, that, I mean, do you think they plan that? Hmm, I don't know. Mm, beautiful. Uh, it's, I mean, you know, beautiful. Old Edmund's done it again. Robert Frost couldn't even write a more beautiful poem. David Frost. No, oh, Robert Frost. Yeah, Robert Frost. David <laughs> Frost. Sorry, sorry about that. David Frost did not write poetry. <laughs> no, he he wrote like did. Uh, uh, people are just dying to meet David Frost. Um, I don't know what that means. Um, no. So uh, let's move on. Yeah, please. right, right. So the fan, uh, the, the All Star Game fanfare uh, skills competition um, in St. Louis. You. Uh, a lot of the fanfare stuff is sold out. I think uh, there's stuff available on Thursday and Sunday. I think Friday and Saturday stuff is currently sold out, but you're supposed to check back the website for tickets that may become available between now and then. Um, yeah, I have, uh, I think, 1 o'clock time slot Saturday. I I was gonna I was looking to get something on Saturday, but I it sold out because uh, I, I waited too long, but I might go on Sunday for something. We'll see. Saturday, Saturday, I'm doing the the thing at the Urban Chestnut, the Wolpen Wolpen Wolper Tinger Thinger Majigger. Yeah, uh, I'm going to that. So that starts at one on Saturday. So, so after the five k, after the five k, um, no, I'm sorry, that's on Sunday. Wolp Wolper Wolper Tinger Wolper Tingers <laughs> is on Sunday. So it's at one o'clock on Sunday. Saturday is uh, something else. I forget the All Star Game. The well, yeah, the All Star Game, but I mean, what I had going on. Oh, yeah, I see. Um, you had your uh, meet and greet with Let's Go Blues Radio listeners, right? right? Yes, just uh, I'll have stickers yeah. on me. But you can buy tickets at you can buy uh, tickets at Let's Go Blues dot com. Yeah, so hit me up uh, on Twitter or whatever, uh, and uh, tag me and uh, say, "Hey, I'm at five uh, k or after the five k, I'm around the fanfare." And if you want some stickers, let me know. I'll be there. Yeah, I'll same thing. For- same thing with me. If yeah. you're at and I'll if, try to remember. If, to if bring you're at the mine. fanfare on uh, on Friday, I will have stickers with me. And again, I mean, if you just want to meet up, say hi, have a beer, uh, that's exactly what I'll be doing all day. So come on up Friday. I think they open at three, is what I saw three three o'clock. Uh, so we'll, I'll probably be getting up there right when it opens. So uh, plan on being there until at least the start of the skills competition. So yeah, if you're up there, uh, I'd love to meet you. Oh, let's see. Um, fanfare, you can take a picture with the greatest trophy in sports, the Stanley Cup. You can learn the history of the 18 most prestigious NHL trophies. A lot of stuff to do. Visit the Hockey Hall of Fame exhibit. Um, let's see what else is interesting here. Meet and greet legends of the game. Uh, test your hockey skills in the NHL All-Star, All-Star Skills Zone. Meet the NHL mascots, which I'm sure that'll be pretty popular with the kids. <laughs> Will Gritty be there? Gritty, <laughs> or TBA. In jail? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Um, create your own personalized hockey trading card and collect rare hockey memorabilia at the 2020 NHL All-Star Trading Card and Memorabilia Show presented by Upper Deck. That'd be kind of cool. 
I can't imagine the prices of what uh, stuff would cost to buy some memorabilia at the <laughs> at the uh, NHL All Star Trading Card and Memorabilia Show. My God. Yeah, I'm thinking uh, it's going to be some markup going yeah, on there. Yeah, uh, probably good twice as much as you spend bit. anywhere else. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, and uh, also, we should mention, too, on Thursday, uh, I'm not sure. Okay, no, it's Thursday and Friday at least. I imagine it's probably, yeah, it's Saturday as well. The Black History Hockey Tour Truck. So if you're interested in that, I know they've got a lot of memorabilia from um, play, fa- former players. Uh, I know Willie O'Ree, they got his jersey up there. Uh, check that out. Thursday looks like it's from 2 to 4. Friday, 2 to 6, and Saturday, noon to 9.30. So pretty much all day Saturday. So uh, check that out if you're interested. Pretty cool o- stuff. Over, under on the amount of Grant Fuhrer items they're going to have there. I mean, it's the whole truck, right? That's the way it should be. <laughs> Tony McKegney. <laughs> yes. Mm. Mike Greer. Fred Brathwaite. Fred Brathwaite. Yeah. Fred Brathwaite. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um you know, I mean, my the wife and I got tickets to the fanfare, and you know, Bill, I know you're going on Saturday. Kurt, you were considering it. Um, you know, I'm I'm not expecting it to be the time of my life like it was when we went to the Winter Classic alumni game, alumni game. Uh, but uh, the uh, it, you know, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it, and you know, I'm not. We've talked about it in exhaustion, I think, here on this show that. You know, all-star game is what it is. It's not the most exciting thing in the world, but the fact that it's in our city, pretty cool. So looking forward to uh, to getting out there, meeting some more Blues fans, and having a good time this weekend. Uh, this On this show, uh, this week, uh, we're going to do something a little bit different since there's not a ton of Blues news to talk about. I mean, we can talk about the Blues uh, like nobody's business. I mean, we can just keep going and riff and just do stuff. But uh, we, we Daryl Sador once wore the blue note. Daryl Sador, he did uh, for a short is that, time. Is that now where you were going with this? I'm sorry. No, no. This is this is these are this is rapid fire tidbits from around the NHL. So we'll just kind of rattle off some topics and we'll just kind of quickly comment on. And this is well, well you'll, you'll see how it goes. Uh, first one: uh, Philadelphia police investigating claim Flyers mascot Gritty physically assaulted teen boy during photo shoot. <laughs> This is not an Onion article. This is a true story <laughs> or a, a true allegation. Uh, so a, a guy, apparently uh, the kid uh, playfully hit Gritty in the head as he was getting off his lap during a photo shoot. And uh, the dad, the father of the kid claims that Gritty got up out of his chair, got a full running start, and just destroyed the kid with a punch to the back. <laughs> and I'm like... If I'm a if I'm someone in line watching this, I'm thinking it's a setup. You know what I mean, like a like a jackass thing. But uh, apparently, um, the team contacted the father and wanted to try and work it out, and the father didn't think they're taking it serious. So he's, yeah, I think he's going to sue the team or something. It's interesting. Mm, it's all. I mean, very can you silly. imagine <laughs> court court TV? Uh, now we need to uh, let's call the uh, the defendant, uh, Gritty. Please, please come up, and they actually question Gritty on the stand. Um, no, I mean, that's <laughs> what what I think is funny is they're using Gritty's name. They're not using the name of the guy that was in the suit. It's like always yes. Gritty, Gritty, Gritty. I'm like, it's not Gritty. It's the guy in the suit. There's a guy. This is not we're not. This is not a cartoon. Well, there's a guy in there. <laughs> what's his name? And that's, he that's did what it. makes it feel like it's a setup. Yeah. You are a publicity stunt. It's got to be. But but it's in the it's all over the news. It's it's maybe it is. A, if it's if it's a publicity stunt, it's a pretty good one. But. Uh, I like it if it's, I mean, but it's it's pretty funny. 
and now there's all kinds of hashtags free gritty. So <laughs> I mean, and no one's taking this serious. So if you okay. want to if you want to assault somebody, <laughs> do it in a in a in a, a mascot, mascot outfit. outfit because no one will take it serious. Um. Next item, uh, Florida Panthers are now on a six-game win streak, lead the league in goals, and have a higher win percentage than the Bruins. The Florida Panthers. Uh, mm. Is it just me, or does uh, anyone outside of Florida care at all about the Panthers? Because, I mean, I don't. I don't think anybody in Florida I don't. cares. Well, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I really don't. And, and this, I, I don't pay attention to the Flyer, uh, the, the the Panthers uh, that much, and I, I knew they were playing better, but I was like, oh, wow, they're, they've actually, okay. I mean, they they have a, a, a very good, Good talented core, you know, between Barkov and Huberto. Uh huh. Um, you know, yeah, but they're, but they're the Florida Panthers. Yeah, but they they, just, they hired Joel Quenville. But they're the Florida Panthers. They signed yeah, Sergey Bobrovsky. I know, I know, Bobrovsky. I mean, you see what happens when you get good Top players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's pretty crazy. It's um, it's weird because I honestly feel like they have underachieved for a very long time, and uh, seeing them come through now, it's you know. Obviously, we know what Coach Q can do. Uh, and for a long time, Bobrovsky was having one of his off years. Um, and they were playing that kid, that Chris Dredger, I think his name was, um, and in goal. And it's just, what the hell? They signed this guy to $10 million per? But uh, I think he's come around a little bit, so we'll see what he can, they can do in the second half. But it definitely is interesting. And they've got a, they're, they're a goal-scoring team. My Lord, they can score goals. Yeah. They uh, but they lead the league in goals, which good for them. Good for the Panthers. I think I was calling for them. They moved uh, a few years ago. I'm like just move them. Um, speculation on NHL's Seattle's the the franchise that's going to be in Seattle. The, their final five names uh, speculated. Speculated, of course. And apparently, the final five names are put in a time capsule and buried in the space needle. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, the 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 or the name, either the name or the, the the final four names that they headed down to were buried in a time capsule at the Space Needle. I'm not sure why that is. So we they, know where to find it. Yeah, or they'll dig it up in a number of like 50 years or whatever. But um, so but this is based on domain registrations. So the speculated final five names are the Seattle Cougars. Boring. Nope. The Seattle Emeralds. Eh. Yes. The Emerald City. The Seattle, yeah, okay. The Seattle Rainiers. The yeah. Seattle Sea Lions. That's got a nice sound to it. Yeah. Uh, the, the Seattle Sockeyes. Yeah. And then uh, a Reddit, this was off of Reddit, and a, a Reddit uh, user comment was the Rain City Bitch Pigeons. <laughs> I am all for the Bitch Pigeons. The Rain City <laughs> Bitch Pigeons. It's hard to say. Yeah, I, uh, I, I'll i say that when they first announced that Seattle officially got a team, I was all in on Seattle Sasquatch. I mean, oh, okay. That, yes. That would have been, been perfect. I like the Kraken myself. Yeah. I did. Kraken's yeah. good. I, I liked, I, I, but I think the problem is it's already a team, the Seattle Rain. Mm. Have you heard that? That's depressing. Like Rain as in like R-E-I-G-N, but I think that's right. the name of like their women's isn't soccer that the, team. Isn't like Seattle the suicide capital of the U.S.? Because it just uh, it rains so much. It's, it rains all the time. It's, it's yeah. probably I heard there. That, I heard sure. that one time. I, I like the, I like the Seattle Sockeyes myself. I think that's yeah. a, it's a fish, yeah. right? You, I, I'm I an Emeralds. Do some cool stuff with that. Yeah, the Emerald, I'm you're an Emeralds guy. I'm I'm all for Emerald City tying it in some way there. And um, something that I said, and and I know that the NBA probably fight them on this. They can't be the SuperSonics because the NBA still owns that. But what about the Seattle Sonics? 
I believe cool. they probably own the Sonics too. It's because they probably, used to wear. But they used to have Sonics on their jerseys. The NBA team did, but so they probably have that. Well, trademark you too. got you could tie in somehow Sonic the Hedgehog and him always finding the emeralds. I mean, that'd be a lot of fun. I think that's the way to go. But yeah, even though the NBA will let that happen. Sonic got coins though, or rings, rings. Yeah, but he found emeralds uh, in did the he? bonus levels. Okay. Yeah. All right. Why don't you go back and play a little Sonic the Hedgehog? It's been a, it's been a while. I played the crap out of it back Come on over. Let's do it Let's right now. <laughs> I got my Sega set up right over here. For your tournament coming up? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> the wife is in, by the way. That's going to I heard. I heard that. I am very excited your about that. NHL 94 tournament. Over the summer, yeah. I'll be having an NHL 94 tournament. We'll probably have a full recap on this show, I would imagine. I may have to try and make it to that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think hey. you guys need to come. I uh, I already said I'm going. I heard. I saw. Like, yeah. well, Bill's going. I gotta go. Yeah. Yeah. I if don't. I don't in, accept then... Facebook invites to anything. <laughs> I know. But I, know. I accepted it to this as soon as I saw it. And yeah. You, you, when you accept it, I go. Oh my God! Bill Day actually said he was coming. Well, <laughs> and you 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 were questioning which which year to play at the tournament, and I'm thinking it's got to be yeah, 90, it's like 94. It's got to right. be right. Right. Yeah. 94 is like the one. If you're gonna That's have a tournament. One, yeah. I mean, you can. I mean, you can have others. You know, other other games going on. But I mean, the tournament has to be. I mean, am I am, am I wrong in, in saying no. that the '94 is is like the no is like known as the game, right? right. I mean, it's the it's, one. It's the the Jeremy Roenick and Theo Fleury can't be stopped game. <laughs> yeah, the uh, so, Mogilny uh, is like beyond fast and Beret. Yeah. On, on, yeah, yeah. For yeah, those watching I, on YouTube, that is the scoreboard right there. It's already up and hanging. That's uh, that's what we're gonna keep. Yes, it's chalk. Kay. We're gonna have brackets and everything. We're ready to go. This is gonna be awesome. Do we have to start that. calling our teams, or what's what's the? Uh, uh, I was. How's gonna, that gonna work? We'll have, we'll have a little talk about that. I'm not really sure how that's gonna work. We might uh, maybe put name team names in a hat, change it every round. I don't know. We'll see. How we'll many people see what are? The crew wants. How many people are coming to this thing? Oh, I'm thinking we're going to have a lot. <laughs> I mean, is it, are we talking like I, uh, 12? We're we talking like 40. I mean, what are we? What are we I'm talking, talking more probably like 20 is my guess. Okay, all right. So that's it's uh, going to be pretty nuts. Uh, so it's we a single single elimination. Then. I was thinking that we might be able to do best of three if we did Holy five God. minute periods. Holy three! Well, yeah, that, five minute uh, periods. I think you can make that work. Okay, all right. Uh, are you have like more than one Sega going. Oh yeah, we'd have probably two or three Segas, two or three SNESs going. See, I never, yeah, I never we're played gonna, on SES. Yeah. SNES. We're, I'm going to have two brackets. You're going to have a Sega bracket, and you're going to have an SNES bracket, and then the last games will be a best of seven of Sega versus SNES, and it's going to be like uh, set up like the home team. The home team, whoever has the better record, uh, we will uh, – or so, most so goals for whatever. They'll get to choose, okay, well, let's do Sega first two games, Super Nintendo last two – or the next two games, and then one, 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 one. So, so do, will people get to pick which bracket they're in? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it depends on uh, which which one people want to be in. If you if you're a Sega person, play in the Sega bracket. If you're an SNES, play in what that if, one. And there's going to be a buy-in. So if you wanted to do both, you probably could. Oh, okay. All right. For the record. Oh wow. I'm going to say right now, uh, I'm I'm Sega, and I call Canucks. <laughs> okay. Well, you could play Canucks oh, versus Canucks too. That's a I mean, good team. That's a good yeah. Canucks team. 
I used to play the blues all the time. Or no, I used to play Anaheim and just tear it up with Terry Yake. Yeah, Terry Yake. <laughs> he was a god at that He game. was. I don't know. I, that's, that's kind of funny. He did lead the uh, Ducks in um, in points after their first season. Then they let him go. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite of the final five names there, Bill, for Seattle's team? Um, uh, Rain, according to this, Rain City Bitch Pigeons. <laughs> of course. <laughs> well, that's the sixth one. Um, of course, that's that's everyone's favorite. I don't. I like the Sockeye. Yeah, I'm a Sockeye fan too. And Ben, uh, so Jeff's an Emerald guy. All right. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if this is actually. I wonder if they'll release the and say what the final five or four were and before they announce the final one, because they don't play until. The season after next. So right. it's going to be a while. It seems like, okay, whatever. Uh, based on the current standings, if things stay about the same, the Oilers and Flames could very well meet round one of the playoffs. We talked about that. Um, I'd pay to watch that series. Oh, yeah. I, I would, would pay too. to watch that series. Mm. Who drew for? Mm. Would you do? Or, or mm. like my daughter would ask me if, if I'm watching him, does the Blues. Say, Dad, who do you want to win? I'm like, really? I don't have a rooting interest in this one. I just want to see a. Good game. I'd love to see a good game. Yeah. Good finish. I want to see a seven-game series. Yeah. When yeah. I'm not rooting for a team, I, w- I just want to see seven games. Seven games. I want to see a couple of double overtimes, maybe a triple. Uh, yeah. yeah. Nice. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see, if it's a first-round matchup, I'd like to see the Oilers get through. I'd like to see McDavid actually play for something besides a first round. Yeah. We'll see what he can do. Yeah. I, I'm, I, yeah I'm, I'm just – I want to see a good game. Good yeah. series. <laughs> I'll just stick with that. Uh, Red Wings uh, season in a nutshell. On Monday, uh, Red Wings goalie Jimmy Howard led in five goals, and his season save percentage increased. <laughs> he was sitting at 8.83 before the game. In Monday's game, he saved 40 out of 45 for a save percentage of 8.89. So they're struggling over there. That Robbie, is a bad team to watch. But Robbie Fabry's having a, having a day. He's having a season. Yeah. It, uh, it, it's good for him. He's, you know, he's on a team where he's afforded all the ice time in the world, but Jesus, what, what are they? 44 points. Did they haven't improved on that since our last show? Have they? Oh, uh, let's see. They're they're 28 points, man. They're 28 points, 28 points, 12 wins, 35 losses, 12. Jesus. Yeah. They are. They are. Nobody else is even close. They're like 13 points behind LA. Is that right for the, yeah, LA, New Jersey, thirteen points behind the second worst team. Oh, no, I'm sorry, Anaheim's forty-three. Um, wait a minute, wrong division. Yeah, twenty-eight points. Thirteen points. The closest behind the to them has worst. forty-one points. Yeah, so it's thirteen points. Wow. <laughs> yep. Yikes. Terrible. They are awful, and they're they hard stop, to watch. I, they can stop tanking now. They they are. They, yeah. They've got it wrapped up. Just start. Just play they hard. Remind Alexis me, Lafreniere is already retired from hockey because <laughs> he won't yeah. go to play there. They uh they they remind me of my last year playing high school hockey. We were so bad that they put me on forward because they How said How bad were you? You're you're the only guy that has any hands at all. So we're gonna put you on forward. And I scored most goals I've ever had. I think I scored like sixteen goals in fourteen games or something. And everybody was like, Oh my god, you're having a great season. I'm like, No, it's just we don't have anybody else. Like, <laughs> no offense to Robbie Fabry. But my God, there's just nothing else there for him. So, yeah, you're gonna have a good season when you're the only guy that can really do anything. I mean, they got a couple of young guys that are doing okay, but yeah, Tyler they are Bertuzzi awful. is their uh, all-star rep. Oh, <laughs> uh, because uh, what's his face didn't want to go. 
Uh, Larkin? Yeah. Yeah. He Don't vote for me. Uh, yesterday, Chicago Blackhawk captain Jonathan Taze and douche canoe defenseman Duncan Keith got into a scrap, wrestled each other to the ice, and had to be separated at the Blackhawks' morning skate. Yeah, hate to see it. <laughs> Trying to take a page out of the Blues notebook, right? Uh, yeah, uh, Taze and head coach uh, laughed it off after the practice, uh, similar to the Bertuzzo-Sanford scrap last season, I guess. Uh, uh, wasn't caught on video, though. Uh, not a cause for concern, contrary to what passive fans may think. So I, uh, I, did, I did really like what Jeremy Colleton said. I thought he hit the nail on the head with his comments. He said, Yeah, uh, about a brother. Y- yeah, he's, yeah, you got a brother? I got a brother. We used to wrestle all the time, you know, and and like that's it's true. I mean, that's you're you're you guys. You're playing a physical sport, and stuff happens, and you just testosterone is flowing. You're maybe not winning games. That's not helping. Yeah, it's it's just it's part of it. I mean, I've never done that myself, but again, when I was playing high school hockey, I remember multiple times where a guy would take a whack at me in practice, and I'd want to turn around and slug him, and it's like. I would have to remind myself, no, it's your teammate. You'll get suspended. Your coach won't let you play in the next game. Obviously, professional, it's a little different. But, yeah, I remember you know, when I we vouch for it. When Bertuzzo <laughs> and Sanford uh, went at it, and we said on this show that, uh, you know, this it's a nothing thing. It, it could even be a good thing for the team. And people lost their shit about how how could you say a fight is going to be a good, it could be a good thing. It's, it's never a good thing to fight a teammate. I'm like, it's funny because you can tell the people who aren't really around the sport uh, at, yeah. uh, with those kinds of comments that they, they're they're disconnected from the sport. They might be fans, but they're disconnected from it. They don't they don't they don't they haven't been in locker rooms and on teams, and they just don't get it. So, one of the things Tave said was that um, <coughs> he was hoping that it would maybe fire them up for their game that night against Florida. Yeah, they lost. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do much. Maybe feel pretty good. <laughs> Uh, so that was a rapid fire around the league. That was fun. Uh, the loss to Colorado and the Blues had. Uh, now we have a six-point lead in the division and the conference. Uh, what's the deal with St. Louis and Colorado now? Uh, the Blues handled them rather easily. Uh, still great games, though, uh, the first two matchups of the season. Uh, but Colorado has stormed back to take the last two. Uh, two times ago, they destroyed us, and last game was uh, was close, uh, pretty close game, but they still they still won. Uh, and has cut what could have been a 12-point lead in the conference of the Blues. Uh, I talked about this, uh, but it's not on the six. Um, Bennington didn't have his best game. The last no. two games, no, it was. Yeah. He, he allowed a. Uh, he made two really good saves, I think, in the first period. But that was really it. I Outside thought, of that, I thought not the I, I thought the the I thought the one goal he had was soft. The short side goal. Um, Granted, Burkowski. Yeah, granted, it was it wasn't from far out, and it was a it was a laser wrist shot, but it was I mean, it's short side. He sees it all the way. He's, yeah, yep. it just beats him under the glove over the pad. Just one of those things. But uh, it's kind of soft. So, but I, I didn't think the other goals he allowed that game were soft. I thought they were they were good goals. They were just kind of you know just yeah. happened to go in. I I, don't, I I didn't have a problem with the way he played. People right. were tearing apart online. I'm like, I mean, I I don't know his his the two games he won Colorado. I thought mm-hmm. was worse. Yeah, so you know he was he was much worse. I went yeah. back and watched both of those uh, yeah. the highlights from both of those games. So the the first goal uh, is the broken play where uh, Ranton and fans on the 
fans on a pass or a shot. It goes down low. Somebody yes. kicks it out to McKinnon, who's got a wide open net. Nothing broken play, ping pong that. kind of a thing. Just yeah, just bullshit goal. You know, yeah. The uh, the next one. Um, uh, there's a big the screen, screen front. Um, yeah. That was yeah. the pass across, right? No, no, that was the, that was the first goal. No, the second goal was uh, was uh, wasn't it Kadri? Um, Bennington Kadri. made the save, kicked it to the corner, Kadri. and Kadri blasted it in. Yes, or yeah, th- that was the game before. I'll pull I, think. It up. I don't know. We're we're. I'm looking. I'll look. I'll I'm look. conflating it. Um, but the uh, the McCargill. Rantanen set up a perfect screen on that play. There's nothing he could do on that. Right. No, through traffic. You can't see yeah. it. You can't see it. You can't stop it. If it, And he picks a corner. I mean, yeah. what are you going to do? But like you said, the the Burakovsky goal was was really that was the... That, that was just... Um, you know, that was the short side one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. And it was it was 11 seconds after the McCarr goal. Yes. So it was it was a backbreaker. The the one no, thing... No, Burakovsky was, was first. Was it? No, I'm sorry. He, no. he had two that game. Sorry, he had two that game. Yeah. So it was no. Burkowski, no, McCarr, and then Burkowski again. Yeah, it was the one thing I didn't like about it for for Bennington is usually he has a bounce back. And so he had a shit game the last time he played in Colorado. So you expect him to bounce back, and he didn't. No. Was, uh, no, I mean, and, and like I said, it was the, I, to me, you know, it was the one soft goal. And granted, it was a it was a bad time for that goal to go in. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't like it was five one, and then it was a soft goal. It didn't really matter, but right. you know, it was because it was what was the score at that time. It was uh, it, it was, was three to two. It was three to two going. them, and that soft goal happened at four two. That was that was I'm hurt. Yeah, and I mean it. It ultimately, I mean the final score of the game was five to three, but they scored with the second left and on net. Yeah, it, so yeah. Um, you know we were we were still in the game. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah. It, it, it's you know. I, I went back through to watch all of the goals against Bennington to see does Colorado have something on him. Um, and, you know, at first I was like, eh, maybe they figured out where to shoot on his glove side, um, you know, just starting with the Burakovsky goal. But no, not really. It Everything, you know, different different angles, a lot of, you know, a lot of weird, you know, weird bounces and, you know, uh, and we've screens and, and it, it just we've we two of to, his not good games. Yeah, and we've talked about you know those kinds of games happen. I mean, it's just to everybody uh, where you you and you'll have bad stretches. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I think people were kind of uh, Blues fans are so fickle. Uh, so well, so bipolar. <laughs> yeah. uh, where they, I mean, if, if Benton goes That's on a stretch where, general. yeah, I, I get it. I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I agree. Um, but you know, Benton's had a stretch where he has not been as sharp as. Or he's not putting up the numbers that he that he had. Um, not playing bad is just not playing lights out like he had been prior the previous year. So, um, and people are kind of like, "What's going on?" They're jumping off bridges and stuff. And it's like, I mean, you know, I, g- give the guy. I mean, let let him come down to earth for a little while. You I was going to I mean? say, I, I think I think that's exactly what it is. Is that we've seen him basically be superhuman and. You know, you look at the we talk about how the only bad goal he gave up was the second Burakovsky goal. Yeah, you say that. But then you look at the Makar, the first Burakovsky, the McKinnon. And again, not bad goals to give up, but we've seen him make those crazy saves before. And it's just kind of instilled in our minds that, oh, okay, well, Bennington's going to come up with a big save when we need him to. 
But when he's not getting the help that he needs and he's not getting, you know, he's not going to make those saves every time. A lot of that, as much as I hate to say it, is just great positioning and and luck goes with that too. He wasn't getting the luck that he got on those first three goals that he was getting for the first year of his career. So a lot of people saw that and said, oh, well, he was terrible. Uh, Get him out of there. Where it was really yeah, just right. the one bad I, goal, which all goalie. I've seen Patrick Waugh give up bad goals. You know, I've seen Bill Day give up bad goals. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna happen. I so haven't. yeah, I, I, I yeah, right. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, no, well, I, it, I, I, he, it's I, true. It's happened. <laughs> <laughs> and and I mean, go, goalies go up and down. I mean, it's just this the every single one of them. I mean, even your Hall of Famers have bad stretches they just do uh and i i, I really and I, I replied to somebody online it was just almost like dude chill out it's ebbs and flows of a season I, that's really right i mean that's that's how you have to approach it you can't you can't look at the way he's played lately and said and saying oh my gosh he's a bad goalie now no and he, he his he's he's the past body of his year-long past body of work uh, should say otherwise. So give him a chance to come down to earth for a while and then rebound and play better. Every goalie, every every player in the NHL is streaky to some degree, especially goalies. Uh, just relax. Relax. Let the guy be imperfect for a handful of games or 10 games, whatever it is, and then, and then let him write the ship. Now, if he doesn't write the ship, if these soft goals become more of a trend, uh, like one, you know, if he allows a softy a game, uh, uh, then that's cause for concern. If we're talking his next over his next like fifteen, twenty, thirty starts, uh, then what? So, but this is this is a, I don't I don't get the, I do I get the outrage because fans can be bipolar, but just yeah, yeah, and, and I think a lot of it also has to do with the fact that Colton Pareko hasn't been in the lineup. True, right. The, yeah. the defensive pairings haven't been great. I mean, you go back and look at some of those plays. I mean, I think it was in the, the first game against Colorado. The the first goal um, was just an egregious, terrible cross-ice pass by Bo Meester that set them back the other way. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, just bad. awful play. <clears throat> um, then, um, you know, the, the second cadre goal in that first game, Zach Sanford's back-checking and over-skates the, uh, the slot and allows the one-timer. Um, Dunn and um, Falk got stuck out there. They don't play together. They got stuck out there on a couple of the goals. Um, I guess there were some, you know, they were able to to uh, to pinch um, after a, a line or in the midst of a line change, uh, the avalanche, and you know they they took advantage of a, a bad D pairing, um, the Joe goal, and uh, I think it was that uh, the first game that those two were out there, and it's just bad coverage. They they weren't they weren't talking, so you know it's not it's not entirely. You know, it's not all on the goalie. I didn't no. like I didn't like yeah. Bennington's game either game. You know, except for like Jeff said, the first period of the last game, he had a couple of really nice saves. But, didn't they hit uh, the post? It wasn't the last game against the Avalanche. The one they hit the post like three times. Yeah, was it last game? I think so. Yeah. So that was and that there was that too. But yeah, um, yeah and, and we and and to be fair, we've. We and we to would. I, I said we said this about Allen. I, I know I did anyway. Um, that when. Uh, the defense plays poorly in front of you. That's unfortunate, but still, 
if the shot that comes his way is a stoppable shot, I don't care if the defense turns it over. If that shot's stoppable, it needs to be stopped. Um, yes, the defense turns it over. That's their mistake. But the goalie is supposed to do his job too. So, um, and, and in the end, the goalie is responsible for the puck going in the net if it's one he should have had. So, uh, 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 yeah, the, if the defense is playing poorly and that results in a high-quality scoring chance from a high-danger scoring area, then, yeah, but if this and – I'll, and I'll say with Bennington, if the shot is stoppable, then he's still got to stop it. And I don't, I don't think it's as much on the defense as it is on him. Is that, and that's unfair. That sounds unfair of me to say. <laughs> that, no, the defense can make a mistake, but the goaltender can't. Um, uh, why do I feel that way? I, I just because I, you're not a goalie. It just that's dick. a good point, right? And I I feel bad saying it. Then I don't want to offend you, but um. so <laughs> so I guess the bottom line for me from this these games. So we've played the Avalanche four times. The home team's won every game. I'm nervous if the Blues <clears throat> match up against the Avalanche in a playoff series. I. I uh, they've got to make up some ground. I and mean, I mean, it's only six points now, but I mean, I, I, if we have home ice, I, you know what, this, that's such a long ways away and, and things can happen. We'll get Pareko back. We'll get Blay back. Uh, Tarasenko might be back by then. Yeah. Um, if it's the second round. So, uh, you know, yeah, I, we'll, we should, and who knows what moves teams are going to make at the deadline, if any, uh, which we can talk about in a little bit. Yeah. Um, you, you figure Colorado might do something depth move at least you know because they're a contender for sure um yeah and you know they do scare the shit out of me mainly because of mckinnon i think he's the well mckinnon mccarr yeah mccarr McCarr, and then the rest of the guys on that top line that the way that they just gel it's uh it's i mean it's as scary as going into boston last year in the final yeah they had that first line that was scary still got another injury in him this year Um, and both and uh, both games were in Colorado. The last two losses too. So, and like you just said that. So that's uh, yeah. Home I, teams. Uh, home let's team. Get some it, of these so comments. Yes, we got some good comments here in the YouTube chat. Uh, Jimmy Anderson for Bennington. I think the All Star break happening now and being in St. Louis is a great thing and great timing. Refresh and restart. And I Here's think that's a. a I, I I agree. Uh, there was a comment by Lance, uh, our friend of the show, Lance uh, DeScott, uh, from Drop the podcast. podcast. If you want to check him out, yeah, he was. Uh, he made a comment that uh, I, I'm pretty sure it was Lance um, said that uh, Bennington will not have time to rest and refresh because he's participating in the All Star Game and the, and his words, the stupid <laughs> Justin Bieber competition. <laughs> I, Which I doubt know, is I, going to tire him out whatsoever. The exact, I, I think the exact opposite. It's given him a chance to, I mean, again, someone who's played the game, all three of us, Lance as well. Um, something that Allegedly. we do is, you know, we sit here and we say that he, uh, we say that, <laughs> you know, they take this game seriously. It's their jobs. They have to. And yes, this is still representing the NHL. This is still you know, kind of putting your suit on and going to work every day with the all-star game, but it's different. It's, it's, it's kind of reminding these guys. And, and I think these guys have even said it before in the all-star game that it's just kind of like, you know, pond hockey. It's just like going out there, playing with your buddies and just having a good time, skating, relaxing, trying some crazy stuff you wouldn't try normally. And I think it's the same thing with, uh, with goalies. I think 
him playing in this all-star competition, him doing that, because he said he wants to do that, that was it, that 30-foot off the ice thing uh, where the, the players are shooting from the stands. He said he wants that's, to participate in that. That's more than 30 feet, isn't it? That's, uh, no, that's I'm not sure what it is. Is that what it is? Uh, 30 feet above the ice. but it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, so he he says he wants to participate. Whatever he wants to do, I mean, he's going to do the uh, the breakaway hey, challenge, all that. Yeah, it's yeah, going to yeah. be it, it's it's going to remind and 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 maybe I'm looking at this with with rose tinted glasses, but I think it's just going to help remind him why he's doing this, why he's in the game, and it's going to be a nice little refresh for him going into the rest of the season. And They're for not- him to have it in St. Louis just adds another element that the fans who've cheered him on for the last year are going to get to do him in his first All-Star appearance. They're not still doing the fastest goalie skater, are they? I don't think so. I hope not. That I was think a they got stupid. Rid of that. that was a dumb thing to do. I felt bad for the goalies. Yeah. It was like they're Yeah, no. That that's that's gone. Okay, good. I, I that was probably gone years ago. But I just I, I, it popped into my head. I'm like, they don't still do that, do they? I didn't like that. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys um should have mentioned this earlier, but in terms of Blues participating in events, uh what do you expect? Because they have not announced that yet. Uh, O'Reilly has said he wants to do the accuracy. Right. I don't know if he will. I, I think he'd be great that. for it. Actually, too. you know what? I'm sorry. I think that's what Biddington said he wants to do. He wants to do the accuracy. That'd be funny. I would be love to see that. That'd be great. There's never been a goalie that's done that. That'd be great. Yeah. What? I mean, it. how awesome would that be? Let him do it. I yeah. agree. That'd be hilarious. He loves to shoot the puck. You can tell he wants that empty net goal. He's, oh, lo- yeah. he's tried for it a few times already. He's got balls. It's funny. Whenever the uh, the puck comes to him and he has a chance to either glove it or, or knock it down behind the net and there's an empty net, you always see him look up the ice first uh-huh. before he does anything with it because he's thinking, I'm going to fire at that net eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so what about what about you, Bill? What else do you see? You see uh, maybe, maybe uh, I don't know, I guess Petro probably be doing the passing like he did last year and destroyed uh, it. Remember that? Although, yeah. you know what? O'Reilly should probably do the passing. And that's to be up yeah. to two, but he said he wanted to do the accuracy. Yeah, no, I I, I think both. I think Petro does that. Um, you know that, but you know Peron, uh, are they? Yeah. are they doing the the stick handling like that? The team oh, relay thing. He'd be good at that because he'd be he'd be my guy. He's a monster puck uh, handler. Yeah, in that, I I don't think they're doing that though. Um, that was one of the better ones. Really? Why, why would That's they not do the, the, the pylons? Yeah, They're not doing the pylons with the stick. Trying the... to trying to see what did they? Is it that called like the skills announce? relay or something? Yeah, because they got because that's it, part of the passing one too. There's zigzag. That's true. It's like a. It's almost like a decathlon kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or a relay. Yeah, I hope yeah. they didn't get rid of that. But okay. no, I think all NHL of those NHL announces would be... events for All Star Skills Challenge. Okay. January twenty fourth. So, fastest skater, save streak, accuracy shooting, elite women's three-on-three presented by Adida. <laughs> Adida. <laughs> Enterprise NHL hardest shot and NHL shooting star. So, they're not doing the uh, the team relay. Wow. Why so, not? So That's what they I got rid of, the, I guess, for the women's game? Yeah. Oh, why not? That was fun to watch. Petro killed it in that. That was ne- so awesome. Now do you hate the women's game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> God damn it. Um, uh. I will say, I think it's weird that the women's game is taking place, it looks like, in the middle of the, the skills comp. I mean, I don't think day, that's weird at all. I think that's that's on purpose to to 
make people watch put, it. Put it center stage kind of thing for yeah, skills. Yeah, I get that. Skills day. I just remember back in the day, they used to do the rookie game, the alumni game. That was always before the skills comp. So, eh, I guess I get it. It's just kind of strange. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Tarasenko was back on the ice yesterday. Are we done talking about the uh, All-Star stuff? Sure. Yeah. Uh, Tarasenko was back in the ice yesterday, at least uh, publicly, for the first time since his surgery. Last time he was on the ice was October 28th. Um, and then I think uh, I think some social media outlets kind of exploded with the uh, Blues fans going, oh, my God. I'm like, settle down. Yeah. Calm down. He's, he's skating. He's skating. He's he, he can't even, he can't even stick plan. handle or shoot yet. It's just, yeah, he's, he's on schedule. He's not ahead of schedule. He's on schedule. He's... And 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 that schedule puts him back uh, to be reevaluated like right before playoffs or something. So, I think and people that, see on ice and they just instantly assume he was taking part of like some team practice, and that was yeah. not the case. They said he had a stick and a puck, but he was not doing anything with them really. Just yeah, yeah. He wasn't out firing clap bombs and no. checking Al McKinnis into the wall. You know, it wasn't anything like that. But you know, it's 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 good to hear he's on schedule mm-hmm. at this point. So that uh, hopefully he's back in was it a couple months? Yeah, hopefully start of the playoffs, basically April May, back in May. Hey guys, yeah. guess what? When, if the Blues get him right before the playoffs, you know what that's like? No. It, Next topic. <laughs> it's almost that's like, like getting, making a trade. No, I was gonna say it's just like getting a guy back from injury at an opportune moment. <laughs> or no, just like it's nothing like that. Making a trade. <laughs> it's nothing like that. <laughs> Uh, the trade deadline is a month away. Uh, would you like to see the Blues do something? Because um, we're getting close. No. Go ahead, Bill. No. 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 You don't want uh, Chris Kreider for a no. prospect and a pick? No. No. Okay. Mostly because I still hate Chris Kreider for killing Carey Price in the playoffs a few years back. <laughs> um, but no, I. I mean, he's got 17 goals, 15 assists right now. Yeah, but he's getting a lot of ice time on a bad Rangers team. And if uh, and if uh, Tarasenko at the time is deemed not to be back until second round of the playoffs, <sighs> okay. So I'll take Chris <laughs> Kreider over Zach Sanford. Yeah. Was, okay. Yes. I. Yeah. I. I, and I that's that's where I was kind of going with this. Is that it, so? Our options are Sanford. Well, now Blay will be back. Too should I mean hopefully he doesn't right. get hurt again. So he'll be back. Yeah. So if we have Blay back and. So he should replace Sanford. I would hope I, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if it's if it's a cheap rental, I mean, you know, maybe give up. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a guy who's towards the end of the uh, viable prospect life. Um, certainly, don't want to give up a draft pick for him. Um, you probably have know. to. I don't know. Depending on the prospect, but. Right. I, yeah. Uh, Jimmy Anderson says uh, in quotes, uh, "Now do you hate the women's game?" And he and he laughs. I'm like, I don't hate the women's game. And I, that's not what I was going with that. I, I'm I'm no all, no, all no no no. I'm all of, I'm all in favor of it. Yeah, it was a joke because he some straight up hate. asked me that question. Right. I so he's, he just some, thought you were funny. Some people do hate the women's game, which is crazy to me. But you know, um, it's just, it's a hockey. Hurt someone. You know. I know it's a shock that somebody finds you funny, but. Uh, <laughs> he used to it. No, I, I, he was laughing at the question. I know, I get that, but I, I just want to make sure, I want to make it clear that I was not implying that I was pushing for. You know, I hated the women's game, or or you know, whatever. Because I was. Nor joking. was I saying I actually hate the women's game now. So yes. right, right. 
So. Um, but no, in, in this in this conversation, uh, yeah, I'd say right now. I mean, ask me again in a month, and I might have a different answer for you. But right now, I say let it ride. Sammy Blaze coming back. Hopefully, you'll have Tarasenko back, yeah. even if it is second round. They're still the best team in the NHL for my money right now, uh, without Tarasenko and without Blaze. So. Again, you don't need to do anything. And, I mean, if you get a, a ridiculous offer, it's like L.A. calls you, hey, uh, two minutes till the deadline, we need to get rid of Toffoli. Uh, we'll give you Toffoli for Sanford and a fifth. Okay, deal. You know, but unless it's something like that, I just don't think it's that necessary to make a deal. Well, but they're, they're, a they're, month, they're, my mind could be changed. And, and like you say, it all depends on uh, our injury situation. Uh, hopefully nobody gets hurt between now and then or now and the end of the season. Um, and hopefully Blake comes back and it's not an issue and the scoring is fine. Um, I I mean, last year they didn't make any significant moves. You know, they picked up, uh, what's his face, uh, 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 defenseman. Michael Dozato. Dozato, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a depth, way down, a depth defenseman just in case. Um, that was about it. So I can see him doing something like that again. Um, but but we we did that last year, and we didn't have to – we didn't get a higher-priced rental where we had to give up, uh, give up a significant player or a roster player. Um, so our window, our Stanley Cup window, it just stays open a little bit longer than it would have had mm-hmm. we traded away a little bit of the future for a more, a more significant rental. We didn't have to. This this year, I agree with you guys, we don't have to. Um, I, right. But I'm sure they might do something like last year. Get a depth guy just in case of an injury. They can call him up. That would be something they might do. Right. Although they do have Costin that could come up. Um I think if you're looking for Walker. a depth guy, though, you know, I, is you know, I I really like Mikola's game when he yeah, was here. Him too. Yeah. But yeah. I think Armstrong is going to err on the side of caution about having depth veteran defensemen. Right. No, and, I agree. And that that would be probably the one area I would expect them to shore up. Um, again, I, this is this is you know all all things being equal on the injury front. Yeah, I think that. Um, the conversation that we heard from blues management last year was we had our trade deadline over the summer and you know, that they basically completely revamped their offense. That's a fair statement. You're going, I think you're going to hear the same thing this year because their, their big move was Justin Falk bringing him in early, you know, before the season started rather than at the trade deadline, like you might see uh, with other teams. So I don't expect the Blues to make a major splash. I mean, obviously, if they kind of start to fall here, you're going to have to do something because your Stanley Cup window's open. But at the same time, I I don't want to see them do anything drastic or crazy because, again, you get Blay and Tarasenko back. I think any problems you have with the goal scoring are shored up right there. Yeah, right. And for the most part, I mean, this is the same team that we won with last year. You don't want to fuck with the chemistry of this team. Minus Edmondson. Right. Minus uh, Fabry, who played a little bit, um, yeah, yeah, that's about yeah, it. Uh, yeah. In in you know, those were the guys that you know they they were the the core party guys of the team, <laughs> and they're you know they're both gone now. So right, and you know, and and that's a fair statement too, because trades made well before the deadline or in the preseason or whatever uh, shouldn't be discounted as 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 
not making a move uh, right, to improve the team. Uh, you're just you're because not the, making a move out of desperation. Right. Just because it wasn't at the deadline or around the deadline doesn't mean it's discounted. Um, it, it just means you don't have to at the deadline. That, that, it's a completely valid statement, and I don't think I, – I, I think it's unfair of some fans to think that they should do something just because they're a contender and they're at the deadline. Um, now, if something is presented to them and it's a good deal and it's a good hockey move, then, yeah, sure, I get it. But, yeah, no – uh, definitely no desperation and definitely no mortgaging for the future, uh, trading away significant assets for something that's a rental, uh, unless it's a significant rental. I mean, unless it's a, we, a good deal. But, yeah. We, uh, and this this has been said almost every trade deadline. Somebody brings up the stats of, you know, oh, in the last 15 years, 14 of the cup winners didn't make a change to their top six nor their top four uh, defensemen. And, and, you know, and it's the, it, and I believe that. I think it's, again, you talk about chemistry. Uh, Bob Rakowski here echoes what Bill said. Uh, barring an outstanding trade, I don't want to mess with the chemistry in the locker room. And I think that's exactly it. You know, you're, you're going, if you're going to win, you're not wanting to retool your team right before, you know, when you were going for the Stanley Cup. You already believe you have that team if you're in the position to make a Stanley Cup run. So you don't want to mess with the chemistry. Maybe you add one or two guys here or there, but in order of uh, to, to get your team to where you want them to be, chances are you've already got that team in place, so you don't need to make a big move. Right. Agreed. Uh, is Jordan Bennington the best goalie in Blues history? This was, proposed, this was a discussion on uh, Twitter today and uh, a semi-lengthy one. Um, is Bennington the best goalie in Blues history? This, yes this or guy no? For, He's the guy only for... <laughs> goalie in Blues history to deliver a Stanley Cup, but you can. <laughs> You're lost for I, words. <laughs> I can't. I can't get into an argument about somebody being the greatest goalie in Blues history while they're still playing for one, but especially they're in their second professional or their their second NHL season way too small of a sample size um he he delivered the goods I, on the Stanley Cup he's yeah, he's I, the f- you know a lot of people's favorite goalie of all time even with that short sample sure. size but I, I get that completely that's I mean the favorite best, goalie yeah. the best or the greatest no yeah. well, uh, yeah, no. well here, here's the deal and the reason and that's the reason why this is even a discussion of any magnitude is because of this team's goalie history where mm. we've had some phenomenal goalies in this, in this system uh, and this on this team uh, as part of the franchise, but none of them were here very long. So you've got guys like, you know, Curtis Joseph here was five years or six years. And you got, uh, that's, that's like the max that uh, no one's been longer than like five or six years, seven mm-hmm. years probably. Well, That's it. Lee, Allen's, Lee, Lee was eight, eight, eight years, eight years. Uh, 70, 79 okay. to 80. And Allen's at no, seven. No, Lee was only seven, I guess. Seven, 79 through. Isn't it, Allen's a seven, isn't he? Yeah. Or is it Allen eight? Um, I think Allen's eight. Yeah. He, he probably is at eight. Uh, yeah, see, I, Al- but still that, that, that is, you know, relatively yeah, and, small. And that's, uh, well, you know, there was this great article written by this guy named Jeff that worked for KSDK.com, wrote something 
last year uh, about how going into the Stanley Cup final, Jordan Biddington is anointing himself to be the greatest goalie in Blues history. Um, and that's not to say he is now. It's saying that when it's all said and done, yeah, I mean, that's probably going to be what we talk about. Again, what Bill said, and I know it was kind of in, in jest, he's the only goalie to bring a Stanley Cup to St. Louis. Yeah, He's had some ridiculous numbers so far. He's looked like a very confident goalie. J- but to, to – oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, Jake Allen's played seven years. And uh, okay. Liu at six with the Blues. Six, six years. Allen, Allen seven. Uh, Liu at six. Joseph six. Millen six. Uh, Stanowski six, Elliot five. So, and then down the line. So, I mean, it's, it's really depends Three? on four. four, four, I thought. Yeah. 249 games in four seasons, <laughs> yeah, 79 in one year. Yeah, right. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to quantify, though, you know. And again, it's you look at like New Jersey Devils and you say, okay, who's the greatest goalie in all time? New Jersey Devils. Obviously, it's Martin Brodeur, Colorado Avalanche, same thing. You know, it's it, there's teams where you can say that, but for the majority of the league, and, and yes, we joke about the Blues' goalie history and how goalies just don't seem to stick around here. Um, for the most part in the league, you could have this debate on almost any team, and you're going to well, get different answers from everyone in different eras. It's it doesn't yeah. matter if one guy has you know you, again you look at uh, Edmonton Oilers, Grant Fuhr is their all-time wins leader. But he's probably not even in the top five in GAA because yeah, of the era that, that, he played in. Yeah, right. But that's what uh, I'm you, saying yeah. is you can't – it's hard for you to judge <laughs> but, somebody who played in 86 versus someone who's playing in 2020. Right. And that's and that's why the eye test comes in too. And, and, again, the Blues are probably – I'm sure there are teams that have goaltending history similar to the Blues where just they have, they've had some guys just, just not here very long. Um, teams that don't win cups tend to have that, I guess, sometimes. But uh, the, I mean, the uh, up up until Allen this season, our, the longest tenured goalie was six years. That's it. Um, so yeah, we didn't we didn't have a Patrick Waugh or a, a Brodeur that just plays uh, an, a ton of years with a team. Um, I guess Waugh. How many, how many years played Waugh with Montreal? Uh, Eighty six through ninety six was the trade, and then. Uh, uh, Colorado was then, I guess, 96 through... Was it 2003? Uh, but he, he retired. No, I thought he retired uh, at the lockout. After the Cup? 05? Yeah. Oh, at 05. the lockout. Maybe he did. So, I mean, it, it, 10 years of one, nine and another, something like that? So, yeah. yeah 03. Right. Well, Raw retired yeah. in 03. Okay. Yeah. But uh, uh, but Brodeur... I mean, he was the guy. He was when you and that's talk about that's, that's longevity. An He's right. not, that's not right. Common. And yeah, but still, mm-hmm. uh, you, you, this this is that's why this discussion is happening because we didn't we have a lot of good goalies, but how many stand out as oh my gosh, like no brainer? We don't have a broker in this organization's mm-hmm. history. Uh, so that's I guess why. Uh, oh, so oh, okay, Bennington will take it and run right. Somebody, yeah. but he hasn't had enough time to do that you can't i don't think you can do that I'm, there's no rules to this because it's an it's like an arbitrary kind of a of a to some degree uh title right so you can't there's no I mean, rules it, it would, but it would to me you have exercise. to play a lot many much many more much <laughs> games uh, it, it than would be has. a fun exercise to me to go team by team and say who's who who do you think is the greatest goalie yeah. Buffalo Sabres. that team 
Well, who, well, who, who is the greatest goalie? Tom Who's, Barrasso. No, I mean the Blues. Dominic Hoshin. <laughs> Dominic. Barrasso. Barrasso. Uh, Poopa. Poopa. <laughs> Darren Poopa. That's, that's a great name. Um, uh, what? Who, the blues goalie. Who is the best Blues goalie in franchise history right now? Oh, that's for, hard. It's for me. For me, I it, Jeff it's Sargent. Hard. Not favorite. <laughs> for me, it's hard to to not say Mike Lee. Um, I mean, he he didn't play on great teams, right? But uh, he played on a couple of good teams. But he was the backbone of that team. And again, that's where the eye test because the stats aren't going to show him being, you know. Up there, even even right. in the area he played in, but it's, it's it's an eye test thing. Who for who put in the best performances over their their career as a Blues goalie? Grant Fuhr. Grant Fuhr is a good one. I'm gonna, yeah. uh man, yeah. Uh, Keith Price I'm gonna, says Pat Jablonski. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Elliot. Elliot, God, I I I'm. I, it's hard I to was, argue Elliot. Right, I was so. Until we Ryan won the Hart cup last Davis. year, I was still bitter about him getting shipped out of town. Because yeah, because Jason Bakashua, Chris Beckford Sue. No, nice. <laughs> um, we talked about this before. How do we name Chris but, Beckford Sue at the same time? There's something <laughs> wrong with us. <laughs> Elliot, when during his tenure here, Elliot had the number one goals against average in the entire NHL during his five years here. The second sa- uh, best save percentage, like point zero zero one. Behind, uh, I forgot who it was. Someone else, was second, and then the and he leads the Blues all goalies in franchise history in quality start percentage. Yeah. So that he has it's like and it's uh and, and it's, he, it's not even close. It's six five nine. He did it coming in as a long shot to even make a roster. Yeah, I know. Signed out of Colorado, and he played in a great team. Yeah, he played in a, a really good team. Yeah, and that's that's uh, where still. I get a lot of arguments with people when still, they say like, "Oh, he was a product of the Hitch system." So what? Well, I that, don't I, so give what? a shit. He still so put out great performances. To me, to me, that's hating on the goalie. Yeah. Uh, you to to discredit a performance by a goalie just because the team in front of him was was really good defensively. Nah, yeah, the, the, you we've seen goalies behind really good uh, defenses give up shitty goals and and affect the team. Elliot was Elliot passes the eye test for me. He he played behind a great team, but he was phenomenal. He played really really well. Now there was that stint where he didn't 16. play very well. That's the, yes, and that stint where he didn't play very well. We were sent down for a few games, mm-hmm. um, but that was the shortened season. We we talked about this before, and I think his there wasn't a lot of time for him to correct this during the season. It was cut in half, so his five game bad streak really bad streak yeah. uh was like a 10 game bad streak in a full season right so it's like okay we don't have time go to correct this down and he played what two or three games that was it uh for p for p peoria no, peoria. The riverman. peoria riverman yeah, yeah. was it yeah, that was peoria okay yep. so anyway and, and he came back and he was lights out so i think and i think uh there were some people that said that uh, he, he didn't start enough games he wasn't the number one goalie long enough to be that title and I'm like, okay. Um, yeah, thank again, you, Jake Allen. Quality start percentage has 66 percent of his starts. I mean, that's what do you? I, that's that's a pretty telling stat. And he leads the uh, Blues in shutouts. Yeah, in five years. Bob Brokowski says Brathwaite. Brathwaite, <laughs> nice. Ah, uh, 
Fab Five for uh, Scuba. Scuba says Moose was terrible, gave up key goals at times of momentum, terrible at puck handling, etc. So Scuba's wrong. Apparently, Scuba was not a fan of Elliot. Well, I mean, okay. But, I mean, I just rattled off a bunch of reasons why I considered him the best Blues goalie well, in Well, and what you mentioned, <laughs> and it, it, again, it, this is why this is an opinion. Right. You mentioned the eye test. It's the eye test. I, I'm with you. I think Brian Elliott, he gets the money for me because at the time of Blues hockey that he was playing, he was exactly what the team needed in key situations. And, and I guess – that's what Scuba's going to argue, that maybe he gave up goals in key times, but maybe my mind just doesn't remember it the same well, because I, I do remember him giving up soft goals here and there. But, sure. again, every but, goalie is going to give up soft goals. And, and up until last season, we didn't have a goalie that was, that was good enough at the right time to win a cup. So every goalie in Blues history is going to have that moniker of, well, of giving up bad goals at bad times. Because right. we even had that guy to to backstop this team and carry the team when needed through a round and to a cup. Well, we did, but fuck you, Nick Brios. Right, right. Well, uh, that rem- he didn't. That was the first round, so that that remains to be seen whether he would have done it with the Blues. I, I w- I'm with you. That's a very solid statement. He could have, but where does yeah, we'll, John we'll Casey rank in our list? <laughs> uh, hey, I liked his play Case, against Detroit. Had, he, he was good. He was. He was, he fine. was good. Yeah, he was good. Um, he was just. He was good enough against Detroit, and we just, just couldn't score. He gave up the goal. Yeah, it, it was not a great goal to give up, but yeah. it's a good shot. But yeah, not a good goal. But to oh, be fair, we got to mention it was, the Iserman goal. It was double overtime, and we couldn't score. Right. I mean, we had a lot of time to score, and we couldn't do it. And they score one in double overtime. What are you going to do? It's like, do you blame Javi Bullen for Turgeon scoring double overtime against? Uh, in a seven-game series against the Blues, do you blame Huck for that one goal? It was it was nothing, no. nothing, right? Yeah, that was his yeah, goal, great. Nothing. game. Yeah, do you blame him? No, it's Jamie Rivers pulled the puck off the goal line. Uh, <laughs> That's in, right at the end of regulation, I think towards I the end of regulation. About that completely. Yeah, I want to see a video of that. Yeah, uh, St. Louis Blues history. Find a video of uh, Jamie Rivers in Game Seven in ninety six, seven, ninety seven, ninety six. Uh, what was the Eisenman 97. Goal? Pretty sure it was 97. Yeah. I want to see uh, Rivers pull the... I that was 96. 96? No. That yeah, that was when the Blues had Gretzky, right? They won in 97, the Red Wings. They won in 96. Yeah. No, but... That yeah, they did. Ju- they, oh, they did? No, that was no they didn't the, win in 96. The no, they didn't. They won 97, though. 98. Back to back. Yeah, so it wasn't... It was 96. Right? Because well, they didn't win Detroit? the cup the year they beat the Blues. Right? Yeah. So that'll be ninety six. Rivers pulled the puck off the the goal line against the Coyotes. In oh, that was ninety nine. Oh, against the Coyotes. Was, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, getting my games mixed up. Sorry, nineteen ninety nine. Where are you going yes. with this? This show just backwards. went off the rails for about 15, 20 seconds there. <laughs> also, Ricard Pearson. <laughs> yes, Ken Wilson so wanted that goal to get credited to Ricard Pearson. Yeah. It may have been deflected. <laughs> it was deflected. Yeah, it um, was. Uh, and Bruce Affleck. On the uh, the color commentary call, I like that. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, I he's like passionate. Affleck. Yeah, passionate uh, color guy. I like that. Um. Okay. So, uh, uh, YouTube uh, chatters, you guys uh, weigh in on uh, besides joking around. Ryan Miller, ha ha, Mister Blues Hat. Uh, what what do you guys? Uh, who's the best goalie in Blues history? You guys just throw out some names. 
I'm I'm being serious. I'm not, you know, don't throw out, you know, Brad. I mean, I already said Jeff Sargent. <laughs> That's my Jeff Sargent. Hmm. Um. Yeah. While we're waiting for that, let's just go a couple random teams. Uh, so, uh, New York Islanders. Who do you think best goalie of all time for the Islanders? Billy Smith. Easy. I mean, that's Billy Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's easy. <laughs> Anaheim Ducks. Jaguar. Oh, Jaguar. I'd, I'd go with Jaguar. That 2003 performance. Yeah. Probably Guy best. Hebert. Guy Hebert. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Guy Hebert's uh, goal pads hanging up in my garage. Does Jeff um, still have his trapper? Um, I don't know if he did. He yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. He no. he got a bear to try on his trapper. Right. And Jeff threw a puck into it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> Brent Johnson. I said says. no. I said serious. Serious replies <laughs> only. Good lord, Brent Johnson. Which Winnipeg Jets? We talking about the whole, the all entire, of history? the entire work. Bob Essenza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was gonna say Bob Essenza. I, I don't mean, know. Talk, Connor Hellbuck, when it's all said and done, it might be him. Yeah, yeah maybe he could. He could be out there. Hmm. This is good talk. Essenza's yeah. blocker on Twitter, by the way, is a Dallas Stars. Follow. Yeah, yeah. Essenza's blocker is is one of my favorite goalie. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Eddie the Eagle brought him a cup, so that's yeah. That's got to yeah. count for something. Um, mm. Turco was pretty good. Turco was good. Turco, Turco was, was pretty good. good. My Maybe favorite, Andy Moog. Yeah. Oh yeah. Moog. Boston. Yeah. My my favorite um, Dallas slash Minnesota North Stars goalie of all time, Kerry Taco. Oh yes, that's a great name. <laughs> Such a great name. Uh, Would Scuba you say? Says Chris Mason has an icon card in NHL twenty. I did not know that. Ugh. That's crazy. Yeah, Brandon Thomas says, Eisenman goal, uh, time to take a drink. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> we we worked it in. Um, yeah, no. If you want to talk about uh, softest goals, or goalies giving up soft goals. Tommy Salo. The, well, Tommy Salo <laughs> against the... Uh, uh, Team Belarus. Yeah, Team Belarus <laughs> oh. in the, uh, the, the Olympics. 2000, 2002. Yeah. yeah. But uh, in Blues history, soft goals, uh, heartbreaking goals, uh, the uh, Alex Burroughs goal against Chris Mason, the year that we squeaked into the, the playoffs oh, yeah, and where got swept in four. I had a conversation oh, with Chris Kerber about that, yeah. and uh, he goes, we won too many games in the regular season because the right. last game of the season uh, awarded us Vancouver yeah. as opposed to somebody else. Yeah. Vancouver! Vancouver! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, I, you know what? No Vincent Riendo mentions tonight. That's uh that's. that's I, a, that's I a had fail. his name in the back of my head all it's day, but I feel like we mentioned him almost every show. It's a fail. Yeah. I, every time I think of him, I think of him getting decked by Probert. <laughs> uh, yep. I was at that game. Where are you? Yeah. Stuff. Nice. Um, and the YouTube chat is failing. There's like nothing. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> we bored them to tears. No, I mean nobody's uh you know. Okay. All right. So Elliot wins. <laughs> uh the blues are How about Hanu Toivinen. Uh, that I, w- I couldn't think of his name earlier. I was trying to think of him. He had the math. He had the yeah, uh the, the Yep. Yeah. Ear the yeah, whatever. With the ear painted on ears painted on. Yeah. 
the Blues are at the break are 30, 11, and 8, 68 points. They are first in the division and conference and have a six-point lead on Colorado, who is in second. Uh, 17, 4, and 4 at home, 13, 7, and 4 on the road, 5, 3, and 2 in their last 10. Next up for the Blues is Monday the 27th uh, in Vancouver. Who Vancouver! Is Vancouver! <laughs> <laughs> who is seven and three in the last 10, 16, five and three at home. And they, uh, they leads the Pacific with 58 points, one point ahead of both of Edmonton, Calgary, Arizona, and the Knights. <laughs> that, that week coming back off the all-star break is a tough week. Yeah. We go Vancouver, Vancouver, Monday, Vancouver. Calgary, Tuesday, Edmonton, Edmonton, Friday, Winnipeg, Saturday. Yeah. Two back to back, and then Carolina, and then Winnipeg again, then Dallas. Yeah, it's it's a tough road to hoe. We don't get a, we don't really get much of a. Okay, at the end of the, the at the end of February, right we get. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, I get what whatever. you're saying, but I'm saying, man, yeah, February no, is right. going to be a tough month. The yeah. break is now. There's not a there's not a stretch of three or four games where we've got, you know, you know, soft games. No. Nope. Oh, somebody says Keith Price says Jim Carrey. Oof. I guess you could say Nashville, Nashville, New Jersey. That might be yeah. the easiest three game stretch in the in the bunch there. Yeah, but Nashville's gonna do something to make themselves better by then. So and t- kind of tie a tie a bow on the, the Colorado discussion. The last game of the year. Yeah. In Colorado. It's in Colorado. That, That's that, why we need a four-point lead at that point. Yes, three point we do. Lead. <laughs> yes, we do. Hopefully there's not a missed offside call that leads to a goal for Colorado again. Well, Laterra is not on this team anymore, so... That's you know. true. And Matthew Shannon is not playing for Colorado. True. Very true. Uh, Josh Webster says, going to be interesting cheering for Patty Kane in St. Louis. Go Central Division. Yeah, that will be weird. But yeah, he'll still get booed, I mean, so don't worry. Yeah. I don't... I don't, I don't I cheer for blues players. I don't really, you know, whatever. Not a whale. Not a whale. Keith Price in the Utah says... Somebody asked, what a what is a Canuck? Ah. He says, not a whale. I think that was like what's what a lot of people thought. <laughs> that it was some kind of well, whale, but it's not. Why, it's, just yeah. a, it's just a Canadian person. It's the Vancouver Buffaloes is what it is. Yep. Remember the... the uh, Rutherford conversation with about Chris Duncan. Buffalo Buffaloes. The Buffalo Buffaloes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I had heard that story on uh, the radio before. That's was hilarious. Bob Burkowski mentioned we talked about goalies. He says, Halak, just because no one else said him. But I will say, I was reading somewhere on Twitter. I lost the conversation. Somebody said they felt like Halak doesn't get the love he deserves for being one of the best Blues goalies. He was just hurt too much. That was his problem. He, he was. couldn't yeah. stay healthy. He was. I, I still maintain that he did. he never got his shot. During the playoffs, I no, I didn't. think that I think that um, uh, Army had uh, well, had he, buyer's remorse he after did, he came here. He did have a shot, got hurt in the first game against San Jose. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Barrett Jackman. <laughs> Barrett Jackman slid right into him. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that in, was his shot. That, he played, right, and and he complained, and Armstrong didn't like that he complained that that he didn't get his shot the next year. Because that was the year they put Elliott in, and you know, I mean, it, it's hard to argue. And then, uh, given Elliott's numbers that you quoted, and but, then they acquired Miller. So, right, that that was the year that pissed me off. That's that's where you well, give Halak his chance. Well, because the only reason they acquired Halak is because he single handedly got Montreal to within 
a period of the Stanley Cup final. I know. We had no business doing it. I know, but the year that we moved, we made the trade for Miller, Halak wasn't playing as well as he had prior either, I don't think. I didn't, I, I had moved to this, to the side of the fence where I didn't trust Halak that, because of his play. That a five percent upgrade was okay. With <laughs> yep. At the time, at the time they got Miller, I was like, Oh no, we were all because, excited because here's the deal. I, 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 I of the two goalies we had, Halak and Elliot, I would have preferred the Blues play Elliot. That was my personal preference over Halak. And if they weren't going to do that, if they're going to play Halak, then I was all in favor of getting Miller because I would rather have Miller instead of Halak. That didn't work out at all, um, but that was my rationale at the time. So, if they're not going to play Elliot, okay, fine, they get somebody else. Yeah, but who knows? Maybe he goes on a tear. We'll never know. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think it's safe to say at this point in in, uh, in his career that he has not been able to replicate what he did uh, in those the first two rounds um, in right. 2011. Has he had his ch- chance to with anybody? Uh, Washington. Else? Washington. And, yeah. Um, okay. So in his time with St. Louis, uh, his yeah his okay. Well. His last season here, his save percentage was under 900. It was 899, you know, barely. Uh, his GA was 214, though. It was pretty good. That's interesting. Um, yeah, but the season before that was 926 save percentage and 197 uh, GAA, and that was the year he got hurt in the playoffs, right? That was that was the San Jose Sharks, the yeah, yeah first round hurt. That's rough because that was that's that was his shot, and he got and he got hurt. Yep. Ah. Changed the trajectory of his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I got, guys. Anything else? No. No. Been- uh, we got a uh, the Canadian Lady Blues fan on Twitter. I'm blinking at her name. She's a big Hawaii supporter. Bob Rakowski says. Oh, um, yeah, we've talked to her before. We all have. I can't remember her name, but yes, she's. Big Halak fan. Um, yeah, not, not, I mean, there's a lot of comments here in, in the chat. And again, I want to thank everybody for participating because that makes the show a lot more fun for us when you guys are um, contributing and asking us questions and getting involved. So thank you. Uh, sorry we didn't get to all the comments, but uh, obviously we can't we can't please everybody. Mm, no. Un- unfortunately. Well, some of us can. But... Well, I can't. I'm no good at it. I don't know where I'm going with that. Oh. Um, well, I get All Star yeah. Weekend, boys. Prepare yeah, it should yourselves. be fun. Should be fun. I, I'm gonna. I, I like. Like I said, I like the All Star stuff. I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, some people hate it. I like it. Um, I like it when it's in town. Yeah. No. It's. I mean, I, I like it generally. I, I'll have it on in the background. Like I said before, it's. I enjoy it. I, I'd rather have it on than nothing on at all. So, uh, you know, I'll put it on. Uh, maybe even go to a bar and watch some of it. I don't know. That'd be kind of kind of cool. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, let me know what you're doing. Uh, okay. Uh, maybe Saturday evening? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, that'll wrap up episode 49. Next uh, week is episode 50. Episode oh Bennington. Episode Bennington, yeah. So yeah. we should do something special like uh, you know, have a good show. 
We should that's, try that that's sometime. That's a bit we of keep an aspiration. Gonna, yeah, we keep saying we're going to try that, but I, I don't know if it's ever actually going to happen. It seems like a lot of work. We got. We got. We keep trying. There, all these other blues podcasts look up to us, so we got. We got to. We're uh, got to forge some new, new paths here. Have a good show. <laughs> we can have the uh, streamers and balloons fall, and uh, all the other blues podcasts can call us and congratulate us. And you guys did it. You had a great show. Genius. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> That'll wrap up episode 49 of season of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube chat during the live show. We hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. For Jeff Ponder and Bill Dam, Kurt Price, until next time, everyone, let's go Blues. Let's go Blues. <laughs> let's go Central Division. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The Blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friends.